Hello, and welcome to the Content Minds. My name is Ryan Broderick, and I am now a two-category Webby Award winner. So if I sound different, that's why. Okay, so which you, you hey, hang on, what, what you have to say the categories you won them in. You introduce yourself first. Oh, I'm Luke Bailey. Which categories did you win your uh, uh, webbies in? I'll tell you right after the break. Let's hit the theme song. <laughs> So I won for best independent publisher of an email newsletter, which is kind of a mouthful, but I, uh, it basically means I didn't have to compete against newsletters that are made by companies and teams of people, which is nice. That is good. And then I won for basically like the weirdest mobile site, mobile or desktops, like weirdest website, weird, uh, weird. It's the category was weird. I applied for it on a whim. weird. Okay. Yeah. Cause I figure, I figured, uh, I didn't know who would compete in that. And so I thought, you know what? I'll apply for this one because if I lose, it's a tax write-off. So I didn't lose. <laughs> and now I'm a, I have a Webby. I have two Webby awards. They're in the mail on their way, which I'm happy about not having to carry around because they're giant metal springs. <laughs> so Yeah, they're very I, I don't know why they're springs. Do you know is there a reason why they're springs? Uh, well, my, my answer is gonna be because it's a Webby award. But then I was like, no, but that's the web. The web isn't a spring. I have no idea, actually. I never questioned it. Although when they, they gave me a prop one to take a photograph with uh, for like the winner's portrait, and my first reaction was to spring it, to, to boing it, to make a boing sure. out of it, to see if it was a real spring. And it was. It did make a boing. And then I laughed. Oh. And that and that's the portrait they went with. And they put it up on the screen. Oh, so it is a banquet. real, it is a functional spring. It's a functional spring. I plan to uh, to integrate it into some kind of device, I sure. think. Yeah. Uh, what, oh, what you should do is you should get both of them, attach them together, and have that as a microphone stand for podcasting. I was going to put them on my arms, <laughs> and then attach and then attach boxing gloves to them, and I was gonna walk around like punching people with my also strong boxing. Also yeah. strong. We are talking this week. Our 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 big topic this week is one that really has come to be my favorite thing we do on this show. And I'm so happy that the company insists on, on releasing these reports. It's time for a new quarterly most viewed content report from Facebook. Oh, God. What highlights? Highlights of our year. It's great. Four times a year we get to do this. It's fantastic. I've already gone through it. There's a bunch of really fun stuff I want to show Luke. It's I have not seen it yet, so I'm into this. It's honestly like Christmas. I'm so pumped because this the stuff on this one is deranged, and they've also made some changes to it, which we can get into. It's all very exciting. But before we get to that, hey, Luke, how was the internet this week? Uh, the internet this week has been, uh, I'm going to go with conspiratorial. Yeah, I would agree with that. There's been a lot of conspiracies. The Johnny Depp, Amber Heard stuff is not going away. No. I guess, I don't know why I thought it would. I just thought that maybe once everyone was like, this is gross, please stop doing it, it would go away. But it seems like it's getting worse the more people point out how gross it is. I think it, it's that, but it's also that people who should know better are kind of like, well, this kind of works for us. 
I've seen mm-hmm. multiple people who are doing who are lawyers and like you know they're like professional law they're like law professors and they are just spending like a full day commenting live on the trial on Twitch and getting like hundreds of thousands of subscribers. I mean, we've gone over this, but like I just think that if you are a person with a real job, like a lawyer or a doctor, air traffic controller. Yeah, sure. Although plain Twitter's a thing. Basically the point I was trying to make was like get off the internet. Like if you're a lawyer, like you don't need to be on the internet because you If you're an you, air traffic controller, you should not be on your phone at work. Yeah, the internet is a place for people with no marketable skills to battle each other for clout, which they can hopefully cash in uh, in the form of meager salaries. So I don't know why a lawyer would need to be on the internet, although lawyers do crave attention. So I suppose that's probably what it is. Sure, that makes sense. I, I just, I, the whole thing is fucked up. Today I came across a Duolingo, Duolingo's TikTok. Oh, it's insane. Is insane. It is just doing TikTok videos about this defamation trial that is almost 100% centered around whether or not someone committed domestic violence. I do not know why the language bird, the, the, the owl that yells at me about my Portuguese lessons, needs to be making videos about it. I don't understand. Well, I mean, before we get fully into this, then, there is another conversation to be had, which is about another company that makes fun entertainment suddenly discovering that having a load of social people doing fun things on the internet is no longer fun. Ah, so this is a great sequel to an episode that we put out a while ago. Uh, I think the, we called some it, might call the, it. Some might call it the inevitable sequel. Yeah, we called it uh, the Facebookification of Netflix, I believe, and it was actually one of our biggest episodes of uh, of the spring. Fun huh. fact: one of the big issues that Luke and I have with with the Netflix ecosystem is that they have a bunch of social accounts that post content as if they were fans of their own shows, which is a, a extremely obnoxious thing. I want to be clear. I do not think that those people should have been laid off mercilessly. No. And I definitely don't think that Netflix should have gone through and basically fired all of the queer people, all of the people of color, all of the like editorial teams that were trying to help them actually promote their shows in a, in a meaningful way. But I do think it speaks to like the larger sort of Facebookification of Netflix, which is like, oh, wait, we're running out of money. Time to cut. Anything that has a, a bit of soul or, or identity to it, loose, because who cares anymore? Because it was all a facade to begin with. It is a dumb and bad strategy that was implemented brilliantly by a lot of talented people who have now suffered the consequences of it being inherently a dumb and bad strategy. I agree. I uh, I think the entire idea was 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 absurd. And I uh, I, I don't understand what in the I mean to be to be very honest, like, I don't understand why netflix has to have multiple twitter accounts but th- that's a whole other thing i i mean I, th- I know i think i think that's part of it like there is a, an account and a bunch of people were fired from it but i don't know how to describe it other than it's an account which is strong black lead which is basically promoting black led content on netflix wider but the actual like thing that it produces is like it's an instagram account it's a twitter account and they're both like really active, really engaged accounts, like good accounts. Uh, and there's a YouTube sort of channel, like they're kind of like a sub channel of a main channel. But it's kind of like, okay, so I understand that you guys are doing really interesting, fun stuff. I don't understand why this makes sense for Netflix. That's the thing. So like Luke and I, we we were part of me- many meetings in our previous life as as content miners, and also have friends who were sort of spearheading this idea of like 
what's usually called distributed content. So essentially yeah. like you put together a bunch of social channels, social accounts, and then you treat them as if they were a bundled website and you have an editorial team making content specifically for these de- 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 decentralized uh, distributed channels. Netflix seemed to think that like that was the thing. Like, oh, oh like the way we're going to promote our shows is by creating uh, distributed content across the internet. But I understand why Netflix would be on TikTok. I understand why Netflix would maybe be on Instagram. I understand why Netflix would be on YouTube. I truly don't understand why Netflix is making like essentially like relatable memes on Twitter. I just, I don't understand. And also a lot of these memes appear on Instagram as well. There's a lot of overlap, like probably more than there should be. But again, it's that thing of, I I, I get, you can make really fun stuff and I don't understand why they are so determined to have their fandom in-house. It feels so odd. Yeah, it feels very strange in a way that I don't think I, – I, I just wonder, like, is it a control thing? But then I have to also think that having a, an entire department of your company astroturfing your own fandom has to make your real fans less engaged and less authentic, right? Like, I would assume, but maybe not. Maybe I'm just, like, totally – off and this is a way that like gets young people excited when like you post like a screenshot from Bridgerton and be like it's giving Lady Chatterley vibes or whatever I don't fucking know <laughs> like, like I just don't understand how that translates into into subscribers also I, I don't understand how that creates money <laughs> I understand how it yeah. costs money I don't understand how it creates money that's the other thing yeah it's one of those things where it's like it's tricky to watch people kind of do this thing and a bunch of talented people, and a bunch of people who would struggle to get jobs, and then you kind of look at this stuff, and, and to be clear, struggle to get jobs because the industries are aligned against them, not because they don't deserve them, then watch them get laid off. And it's like, well, is it better that they had like 18 months of steady work, or six weeks of steady work in some cases, but then got laid off brutally? I don't know. I don't. It's hard to tell. And I, I just think you know, you can really see Netflix's priorities when that's, that's they're like, oh, okay, like, all of these people don't matter anymore. Like it's brutal, <sighs> and it, yeah. and like to to have it come also, you know, among the whole like memo being sent out about how they if you don't like Netflix content, you should quit, and how they're not going to censor themselves and all this garbage. It just seems like the company has decided to drop all of the like progressiveness that it was using as a way to. I don't know. I it's it's like the 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 commodification of wokeness essentially. And they have they have decided to drop the mask, and now they're just like, no, we're a company, and we only want money, and we don't care, which is almost kind of nice because now we could be like, okay, yeah. yeah, they're just like a they're just like an evil fucking company like everyone else. Like, I mean, Amazon Prime doesn't have this problem because Amazon Prime makes its money from shoes. No, they do, they do. Are you mad? Are you, are you like? What Amazon, does Amazon Prime do? Amazon Video Prime Video is has entirely co opted the strategy. Oh, really? Yeah, it's fucking. I've never madness. seen anything from Amazon Prime on the internet. Yeah, I just they're not organically that... shared because the people doing it aren't as good. Oh, really? That's funny. I see their stuff on YouTube a lot, but that's mainly because like YouTube men love the show The Boys. Sure. All right. Look. Okay. So let me let me link in this chat. It's stuff like this, and like this also gets like promoted. They are paying to promote this stuff, which I think is the mad thing. Okay. Let's see here. So this is an Amazon Video UK post. Oh. <laughs> What is Clarkson's Farm? It's, it's it's a show that follows Jeremy Clarkson running a farm. Oh, really? Yeah. It's better than oh. you think. Okay. Well, Amazon Prime UK 
Amazon Prime Video UK uh, really rolls off the tongue there. Uh, wants to know who you would be on Clarkson Clarkson's farm, and then they have a, a poll. But then this doesn't make any fucking sense because why would I take a poll to do an identity quiz? It's a good question. That is a great. Okay, that's very confusing. But no, you're right. I'm on. I'm on the Amazon Prime US Twitter. Yeah, I've, I've just sent you a couple more, and they're like they're they're just entirely like oh this is you're doing the same strategy now. Interesting. Yeah, I guess it's really weird. I mean, yeah. I, okay, this one tweet from Prime Video is captioned "Me after blocking my ex," and it's a screenshot of a woman in like period 1920s costume type thing laughing. But I don't even know what show that is. So how? Uh, oh, it's a I, very I, British scandal, apparently. Yeah. The the top reply is not so much. I still talk to my ex. We hang out all the time. And if I get into a relationship, I'm worried he'll be upset. That's a the, really the, wild response to the, that. The, the Facebookification of Prime Video. Yeah, it's also really strange to be doing this content on Twitter, because like, I mean, I guess like there's that entire like bottom feeding like void in twitter of just like random viral tweets it's like sprite and mcdonald's hits different or like yeah 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 you know all of that stuff about to have a bud light lime marita summer you know and with ten thousand retweets and i guess that's what these brand accounts are trying to do they're trying to just like create viral ephemera but it's it's really weird but also the, the prime video stuff is just not quite as good well it doesn't have to be because they don't make no, any no. money yeah, they don't oh, make money, but but but, you, but they're just they're just slightly worse than the Netflix ones. Stuff was like, okay, I get this. I, I feel like this is artificial, but I get it. The Prime stuff is like really bad. So you want to hear my like very cynical conspiracy theory about about the the distributed Netflix like social media accounts? Sure. Part of me truly thinks that like someone at Netflix was like, oh, if we go and we poach a bunch of people who are friends with people who work at the websites that will be reviewing our shows and we employ enough of them, we will get better coverage from the media world by hiring all of their friends to run our Twitter. And, and uh, that is not a, that is not a terrible theory. I genuinely think that like Netflix was like, we're like a media company. We can like poach people from like Vox and Buzzfeed and vice and all this. And like that way, those sites will write about our stuff. Cause like they're all going to the same parties. Like that's my totally crazy brain thinking why they would do that but maybe i'm wrong but I mean, it kind of worked i'm just saying it did kind of work like all right uh sorry that was a massive detour into a thing that we didn't even really need to talk about what were we gonna what were we talking about amber heard and johnny depp i think it's all i mean do you, do you want to you want to circle back to that or do you not really okay uh do you want to get want to talk about facebook now wait no hold on hold on all right uh transition here i have one more thing that i want to talk about before we get into the main meat of the show because i think this is I think it's closely related. I think it's, this is kind of a warm-up for our main bit. Okay. But earlier today, I came across a well, a tweet from MSN, which has since been deleted, but I think is just incredibly funny because what they essentially did was inadvertently announce that, well, inadvertently, they announced that Prince William and Kate Middleton were separated, which is, is a big thing to announce. Like, that is a, a story. Oh, yeah. I can see this. So this is not true, correct? They they are still together? Well, as far as we know. Okay, good. Okay. I've dropped you the link to the story. I think it's really interesting to kind of unpack where this came from because, uh, yeah, so I've, dro I've dropped you the link, which I'm going to throw through uh, Internet Archive now, which reveals... Yeah, so this, this link does not work for me. 
no, this link it has now been removed, but it took a while to do that, which I think is, I think is just I, I, you know it's inherently quite interesting that it did take a while to do that. So if you go to Internet Archive though, it go, does spit out the original page. Now what MSN do their kind of model uh, is that they have fired an awful lot of their human editors. Uh, spot the common theme in this week's episode. Yeah, uh, they fired a lot of their human editors and they've placed them with an AI, which you know. As everyone knows, all AIs are very good, benevolent, and good for the world. Very good, yeah, very smart. But what they have continued to do is syndicate from multiple websites, including the I. In fact, where they basically just syndicate your content, put it up on MSN, where they have a huge homepage reach. Uh, I believe the MSN homepage is still like the default homepage for uh, people using the Edge browser, which is the replacement for Internet Explorer. So there's ah. a lot. There's still a lot of people arriving on this homepage. What that then tells you is that this story came from a website called ohmymag.co.uk. Okay. Which is, I mean, that's weird. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that before. But digging back through that, it seems relatively clear that they syndicated a translation because ohmymag is initially French, and if you go to that site, everything in it looks like slightly off. Okay. And the actual story that's ended up there is. Prince William and Kate Middleton are not as happy as they seem inside a reveal. That's the update to it. But the problem is, is that MSN take the initial version and don't push pull updates. So if you publish something that says they've separated and then change your mind and go, they haven't separated, MSN does not pick that up. And MSN has a huge platform. So MSN then tweeted out this initial unupdated version and it got uh, more than 2,000 retweets. I can imagine that that would get get some yeah. retweets. Yeah. Because if if you saw some a site called Oh My Mag had said something like this, you would be like, I don't really know what this is because I don't think this is anything. Right. But that's not, that's not the case this time because MSN, you know, you know MSN. You used it when you were a kid, like it's been around. You assume that they're vaguely trustworthy. But instead they managed to launder a erroneous story which is put together by a company called Oh My Mag, which I've never heard of, which is part of a French company called either Prisma Media or Group Cerise, which is Group Cherry. I can't tell which one it is. It may or may not have initially been a translation that was mistranslated, and I actually think that's my theory, even though I've not been able to find the original, just because it reads weirdly enough that it is probably written by an AI. But that's how they managed to start this entire rumor. Wow. Which I think is great. Is that better or worse than having people on your team? <laughs> I I think it's probably... I mean, okay. The, 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 the top story on Oh My Mag right now, the headline is Johnny Depp back in a relationship, question mark. He is said to be very close to Amber Heard's enemy, which is such a weird headline that I, I just can't believe it's been written by a human. No, I don't think it is. I mean... Is MSNBC like one of those sites that like owns a bunch of other sites or like where are they getting no, their... It, it syndicates it. So right. so it, there are other sites. So it's Oh My Mag is like the original source for it and MSN have just syndicated onto their site. I see. Yeah, this is really weird. This, this I'm reading, I'm, I'm on it right now. Love Island Sophie Piper admits, admits that dating scares her. Friends, Ross and Rachel's baby Emma is 18. This is what she looks like now. A lot of it's like very flat. It, it, it reads like machine translation, you know? Yeah, it feels like someone is, is just sort of like, it, it feels like churn, basically, but like not yeah. even, not good churn, bad churn. 
She tells that there's a thing. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin uses uses the CIA to keep his girlfriend Alina Kabeva away from her ex. I mean, that just sounds right. That sounds totally. I I think that's totally right. Yeah, interesting. Well, this is a very good transition because now we're going to talk about like the never ending void that all this stuff flows through and why most of this stuff exists in the first place, which is of course Facebook. So you ready to go down? You ready to go down the rabbit hole of Facebook's widely viewed content report for quarter one, 2022. Let's do it. Okay. Here's the link. It's the same link as always. They just update it, which is really annoying because it means you can never compare what they looked like before. So a lot, but but the the other the last one they did was in March. So it's pretty fresh in my head still. I, I kind of remember most of it. Uh, once again, we're talking about the point. We're talking about zero point one percent of content, which is the most widely viewed content in U.S. Facebook. About 49.1% of content that people see is from friends and people they follow. The second biggest source is from groups. The third biggest source is from pages. Most of the content people see, about 83% of it, has no link in it. It is just native Facebook posts. And about 15% of what people see is posts with a link, excluding the most viewed news domain. So like, basically, people are like... Most people aren't seeing anything with a link. The people that are seeing stuff with a link is not really going to like major publishers. It's just like random stuff. Yeah. Most of the stuff under the most widely viewed domains is the same from last time with GoFundMe being number three, which is just really fucking sad. <laughs> just yeah. really sad. Um, but here's what's interesting. So Facebook is changing their methodology. They put a note here that reads, based on our discussions with academics and experts, we are changing our link and domain data methodologies going forward. In order to be counted for this report, links will need to render previews. Details about the change can be found in our companion guide. As part of the transition, this section will include the old and the new methodologies. Um, and then after this, or they're going forward, they're just going to do the new one. So in the old one, the top three are YouTube, TikTok, and GoFundMe. In the new one, it's YouTube, that weird GIF site, media1.tenor.co, yep. and, and GoFundMe, and then TikTok being number four, which is interesting. I think actually what's most interesting about this is is that the number of news sites have sh- has shot up. Yes. So, or, 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 you know, so this one has... The new one has NPR, Variety, New York Times, BBC, uh, Day.com. Uh, the old one had just New York Post, CBS News, NBC News, ABC News. And yeah, kind of like no written media, I guess. Right. TMZ, TMZ was the old one and it's not in the new. Oh, no, sorry. It's much, much higher than the new one. Okay, fine. Um, but no, they, it, it feels like there's a little bit more reliable news sites, more more written sites, which it makes sense because I think an awful lot of people search, share kind of American media outlets. They often share like the video and they share broken links a lot. So yeah, it seems like what has dropped off are things like Spotify shares. They're not counting linked tree links anymore. It looks like, makes sense. it looks like Eventbrite has dropped off of this too. And then what the website that I thought the, was the funniest to shoot up in the new version is only in your state.com, which I was exploring this morning. And it's literally. I'm immediately fascinated by this. So it's 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 kind of amazing. So 
It's essentially like a, a website where you put in the state you live in, and then it just like lists things to do or see in your state. That's it. Yeah. I mean, so what they've done here is there was a burst of stuff a few years ago about travel stuff, which was very, very shareable because it said like, uh, you know, go to this restaurant and you can swim in cheese or whatever the fuck it was. Now, what this one has done is basically farmed out the production of it to people who live in those states. Fine. Uh, they appear to suggest that they, they pay people to write for them, which I find fascinating. But it's also kind of a potentially like, I, I, I don't know, it's one of those things where it's like, you can write things and it's sort of hints that you'll get paid, but I'm not totally sure. I, 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 there's no reason to think they wouldn't get paid. Like, they reckon an article takes roughly an hour to complete. Okay. Articles are short, 300, 500 words. But you basically just write about things near you that are kind of like, hey, here's a hotel by a waterfall. Here's a Airbnb that's in a covered wagon. Here's a floating restaurant. All this sort of stuff that's like, good. But what they've done is they've industrialized it at such a huge scale that they have like a vast amount of stuff on this. Like, a astonishing amount of content as far as I can tell. Yeah, I'm on one right now that was published earlier this week titled... The massive brunch plates at this iconic Indiana restaurant are the perfect way to start your day. And it's about a place in Indiana called the Metro Diner, which honestly looks great. It looks great. It looks like a great diner with big plates. But at a, at a basic level, it implies at the bottom here that there are 2,766 pages and there are 50 entries on each page which means that there are 140,000 entries on this site. It's very smart. This floating restaurant in New Jersey is such a unique place to dine. And according to this article, you can go to the Delaware River and try the famous River Hot Dog Man, <laughs> which is, uh, I think, exactly what it sounds like. It is a floating hot dog restaurant on the Delaware River. That honestly sounds great. All of this stuff sounds great. And... I'm surprised I've never come across this kind of website before because this is a great idea, actually. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. Rather than trying to pick winners, they have thrown everything on the wall and figured out a way to get enough stuff cheaply enough that it will share enough and it will just be very, very successful. The and they've set it all up so that you have states. So you can go to wherever your state is. You can go to wherever your city is. And it will just tell you a bunch of stuff in your city. That said, I think... I think I know why this website is doing so well right now, which is that like a major thing that's ha kind of happening in America right now are people who are desperate to travel, either can't afford to leave the country, can't leave the country because of COVID stuff, or like don't want to deal with it. So there's a lot of like, there, for the first time in my life, I feel like there's a lot of inter-American travel going on with Americans. Like myself, I, I did it last summer. Like I did a road trip across the country. Yeah. And, and I think that like Americans are now like looking for stuff to do in their own country. And this is probably benefiting from that that boom right now. Yeah, I'm just skimming through their owner. Their owner is uh, a company called Leaf Group, who have inevitably a bunch of brands I've never heard of. Well Plus Good, Livestrong.com, Saatchi Art. Uh, there's a bunch of art sites. There's a bunch of like, inspirational things for like art fairs, for home decor. They have an animal site. They have a life hack site. They have a uh, they have a different play oh no sorry yeah, same one again they have only in your state they have a money site they have a home and tech site um and yeah and just a bunch of different stuff where they say hey here's all of our stuff advertise with us and it's i mean it's one of those things where it's like yeah i'm sure this is 
I don't say it's not legit. It's basically legit. Oh, dude. But it is very strange that it is extremely successful. They own eHow. And and TechWalla. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. How did I miss those? And also, Livestrong is... Livestrong, like, I'm pretty sure it's the... Like the bracelets. Well, I mean, I imagine that the value of that dropped a few years ago. It's still pretty big, though. It is. Yeah, no, this is a very big company. Um, but anyway, so th- th- I thought that was kind of cute, though, that like that is something that is kind of nice that seems to be do- like doing well on Facebook. But the rest of it is like the stuff that you- you'd expect. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cynical, but it's also like basically professional. Their, their address, and this is a rare one, their address appears to be an office, not... Uh, a, a random house in the middle of nowhere. Hey, that's like a first for us. That's great. Yeah, good for them. Good for yeah. Good for only in your state. So if you go further down the report, that's when we start to get to, to some more interesting stuff. So we've got the widely viewed links, and in the old methodology, the top one is a site that I think we've dealt with before called the Kiwi. It's like the animal YouTube. I think we've dealt with yeah, them a we, bunch. Yeah, we have. We have. Then we have something called myincredibleRecipes.com, which is just a it's just a recipe site. Then we have another YouTube channel, which is Wiggles Art, which is a, a an art channel with very low views, weirdly enough. Although it looks like they've had a couple big spikes, so I'm I'm thinking that's probably what got them on here. And then a, a website called StateOfDepression.com, which is not a mental health website. It is a uh, it is essentially like a place for for like crime stories, but the crime stories oh. are mostly about. Women being murdered. Oh, these. Uh, hold on. I don't think. I think these are. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, these are us are, are ripped from other sites. Yeah. So skimming through this, some of this stuff is definitely ripped from USA Today. Yeah. Okay. No, this is this is almost entirely a site that is just nicking stories that have been written and has also not actually written that many stories. No, it's all about it's all about women or children being murdered, almost all of them, which is really a really interesting content strategy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's basically pulling every crime story from every local US news site and putting them all in one place, which is such an obvious win that I'm amazed it has not happened before. You know what I bet this is? I bet they've got like a bunch of um like Google alerts running and they're just pulling in like I don't have that. I think I think they they are they're entirely copying them. Like, there's no change to them. They have just built a thing that scrapes. It's just a scraper. Yeah. Well, that's that's good. I'm glad they're doing that. Um, then we've got another another cooking site, and then we have another YouTube channel, which is, what is this? It is a, is a single YouTube video about, uh, it's titled The Interstate's Forgotten Code. Is it about, like... Oh, it's a CGP Grey video. This is, do you know who he is? No. So he was big youtuber like 10 12 years ago like a really early early days youtuber where he basically just did animated videos that explained things oh which it sounds like here's a a normal guy like he's a normal guy who makes nice youtube videos about interesting things but makes them relatively rarely he's got like a patron i think and i think just does like fine out of it like it's not like a crazy amount of Money, but I can also see that this one video has done very well because a bit, I assume a bunch of people live near an interstate. 
Well, I think it t- it ties together with the whole travel thing that's happening right now. Like people are people are really interested in like in American travel content, so that makes sense. If you go further down the list, you're going to encounter a URL that pops up much more prominently in the new the new methodology list. So if you go to that one, let's talk about this because this is really interesting. I went down this rabbit hole earlier. So the two most viewed links on US YouTube, according to the new way they're 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 calculating these things, are from a website called naynews24.info. And naynews24.info, from what I can tell, is being run out of Vietnam. And the it includes an address, actually. Uh it it's it's in Hanoi, Vietnam. And most of the articles are written by fake people who are meant to look American. The the main author you're gonna see pop up a bunch is Alex Miles, who from what I can tell does not actually exist yeah. in any meaningful way. And they were banned, according to Facebook's report. They actually included uh, they included a reason this time, so we don't have to guess, which is nice. They wrote, the people behind this link's domain use spam tactics to mislead people and drive them to their website. Content with links to this domain can no longer be created on Facebook. So they, they've been just outright banned from the platform, which is very interesting. Yeah, that's wild. It seems fairly harmless in terms of the content. I don't know what they were doing with the content to mislead people or be inauthentic compared to anyone else on their platform who are all being inauthentic, um, which is really weird. But it it seems like it's all being run by this person, Shuan uh, Hoan. So that email is associated with a bunch of stuff. And it's also associated with a YouTube channel, which is embedded at the bottom of the page. And it seems like this person is... Uh, essentially cosplaying as a fake American woman posting a mix of celebrity news, mainly celebrity news, but then also like feel good viral stories. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. They have a bunch of other websites uh, uh, associated with their name as well, which I found interesting. And they all have the same kind of layout and look and that's it. That's the whole thing. It's not actually very, it's not super interesting in a weird way. Although I, I, I would be curious why, Oh, actually never mind. It got more interesting. I found his Facebook, and it's great. So this guy who's running these websites, he lists himself as a sales master. Uh, he's got a bunch of... He sold some stuff. Got, got got a bunch of really cool photos of him smoking cigarettes next to classic cars. That's, I mean, that's the dream. <laughs> the fucking rules. I love this guy. Uh, I feel bad that his Facebook uh, access has been revoked. Uh, if this is the guy that I think it is. It also looks like he has a TikTok. Very interesting. Hold on. Let's see. This could also just be another guy who's also very into. I think it might be. I think this might be a different guy actually. But this guy's cool too. Um, this guy seems to be like a yeah. car salesman. But the guy we're looking for is different. Yeah, but it's like it's like your it's like your typical Facebook uh, black hole of just like you know identical websites pumping out American celebrity news stories to get ad traffic. Yeah, that that seems to be kind of what it, uh, it is. It is. You know, we've done this a few times, and this is we always find essentially the same thing at the bottom, which is someone, sometimes American, sometimes not American, who has figured out a way to pump viral ad traffic. Right. Right. Like if you go to the about page, it says that it was founded by a woman named Alex Miles, uh, who's based out of Hanoi. I just I, I don't think that's probably true. No. And they're all about feel-good positivity, which is why they've published Dozens and dozens of stories about Amber Heard being un, uh, mentally unwell. That's the, that's why <laughs> yes, they're doing that. That makes everyone feel good. Yeah. That's the important The feel-good stories that you want out of 
naynews24.info. It's really interesting that like this is like a step too far compared to all the other chum sites on this list, but who knows? Yeah, it doesn't seem to be hugely different. I'm going to guess that the Chrome stuff took it over the edge in that it has a bit of a focus and there was some stuff on there that was like actually bannable. Yeah, I, I assume that's what, what happened. So the next one down is really interesting. Um, the next one down is a YouTube video that uh, was viewed 23.5 million times, but it's now private. But I put the URL into Facebook to see if I could figure out what it was. And I was able to find it. It um, <laughs> it, it it's a it's the it's the video announcing that Eminem was going to play the Super Bowl. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> so like somebody like uploaded it to their channel, I guess, and then they shared it. I, I it got shared to like an Eminem fan page or something. I guess it blew up. Uh, let me see what Crowd Tangle has to say because oh oh wow. Oh my God! What? How? Okay, wow. So I pull. I. I th- so this private YouTube video, I put it into CrowdTangle. According to CrowdTangle, it was shared seventy-two million times. That is that is okay. That is a lot. The biggest. The biggest share came from a page called Stands Forever Goat, which is a. It looks like a Spanish language Eminem fan page, and that's why it blew up. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's the power of Facebook fan pages, baby. So yeah, that video was shared 72 million times, uh, and it is just a commercial for the Super Bowl. All right. Can we talk about number 18 on this list now? Uh, yes, but one one last thing, which is the, the, the next one down, the 22.1 million view video, is titled IMG8238, which is like the random number name that like gets generated when like you save a file to your phone camera roll whatever and it's it's just it's an anti-vax video that was shared on ten nugent's page and you can't share it on facebook without a fact checking widget popping up i thought that was notable wait so you wanted to talk about 18 uh sorry so i'm on i'm on the old methodology list uh-huh but 18 on the old methodology list is zillow gone wild.substack.com yeah it's samir it's our buddy samir yeah yeah I, that, which is wild yeah yeah no he's he's doing pretty well our, our our mutual friend Samir has a a Zillow Gone Wild page. It's uh it's worth it's worth reading. I I I read it. Yeah, I mean he's been doing the kind of like house stuff for a while on a bunch of different platforms, and he's finally figured it out. Yeah, he it, uh, it doesn't. I I don't know. Based on the likes that he's getting on on these, it doesn't look like it's a massive blow up. But maybe he got like he he got listed somewhere. But yeah, that's pretty cool. I have one more thing. Can I invite a guest onto this podcast for a minute? Sure. It's going to be Ellie because she 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 should be on for this bit because I've just realized noticed one of the links in the other. I've just asked her to see if she'll actually. This is in. exciting. All right, so Ellie Woodward has come into the room, uh, and I'm what we're going to do is uh, Ellie. So what we're doing at the moment is we're doing a regular thing that we do on our podcast, uh, which is where we go through the most shared links on. Facebook over the first quarter, first quarter of the year, you know, it's where we find all the like <laughs> bizarre sites. And so, so, so say hi. Hi. And in the top list of the most popular links on Facebook in Q1 2022, I found number 19 very interesting. I can't read it. Oh, Stephanie's story. Yeah. Wait, but what do you mean the most? 
It was the 19th most shared link on, on Facebook in the first quarter of this year. The Liza Minnelli one? Yeah. Congratulations, Aww. I'm making it onto the podcast and this is you, your team. Aww. <laughs> That's very cute. I'm so proud. Good. I'm glad you're very proud. Okay. Thank you. That's why you're here. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> did, 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 do you want to say anything to our podcast listeners? You're all great. Thanks for listening to these big two nerds. Thank you. Thank you, Ellie. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So so to sum up, if people did not get that, basically the one of the one of the things on this list, uh, the most shared links on Facebook, uh, was actually created by my uh, my fiance's team. In fact, uh, which is incredible, impressive because a surprising number of people who are popping up in this that we have we know, and one of them was in the house with me. So we got. I thought it was dude. We got to get on this list. Oh, we got to get on this list. We got to get on this list. I, I feel like we can do it. We. I mean, if five of the links on this list are from the same Vietnamese content farm that has been banned <laughs> from the platform entirely, I feel like we can do it. But no, that is very exciting. That is very cute, and that is very nice. Also, whoa, hold on. Okay, so I just clicked. I clicked a link on this list titled heavenemotions.com slash God is everywhere too. And when I went to it, it is like full of spam and like, Oh, what is this? And it's like, like my browser's freaking out. Like it's full on security freak out. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Where on earth is this coming from? Oh my God. Ah, ah, I can't, I can't like, I can't. Oh my God. We're about, we're about to acquire another guest as, as Ryan gets hacked live. Yeah, holy cow. That was really scary. I couldn't like I couldn't get out of the tab. That's crazy. Wow. I'm going to dive into CrowdTangle and see if I can figure out. Because I cannot believe that, that whatever that was was still was the thing that was effective. It's been shared once by a, like six years ago. What the fuck is this? Yeah, it's crazy. Where are the original shares for it? Who is sharing this thing? <laughs> I I mean I think it's like a like a like a hacking or phishing thing maybe maybe oh okay I've got it I've got it I've got it wow okay yeah uh, Facebook has had nine million interactions uh, it's been shared by a group called the Flag People that's always good be human be kind we are Norfolk deep text Christian Bible verse inspiring Bible verses Jesus died for our sins so was it a real website at some point. So at some point, yeah, it has. Okay, so basically, the thing, the link that appears to be primarily being shared, is the thing that mainly it basically kicked off in like mid December, and it is a. Oh God, okay, hang on, I'll just link to it because it's such a, it's like the inevitably dumbest thing. It is a, a, a an image with a font that looks a lot like Comic Sans, but isn't Comic Sans. And the image says, uh, they're telling me the virus is everywhere. I told them so is God. Can I get an amen? I bet you won't repost. But a lot of this stuff is from like a long time ago, which is why I'm so confused about it. Like the recent stuff, like none of this seems to have been in the last, like this last quarter, but it's the same link. Yeah. So, okay. So it's an image macro. And the beneath it is the is the link to heavenemotions.com, which is just a phishing link, essentially. It's just like a it's like a it's yeah. like, like malware. Wow, God. You're telling me the virus is everywhere. I told them so is God. Oh my god. And then it, the comments are just full of people saying amen, and it has a hundred and one thousand shares. Yeah. But I, I don't know if it's just gone viral because looking at the pattern of like when people when pages have reshared it, I don't think it's just gone viral. No, I think it's been going viral for for 
two years almost. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's crazy. It was shared by a woman named Sharon Hill, who does appear to be real. Uh, although her only public content is shares to We Are Norfolk, and she's sharing things to that group two to five times a day. So maybe she's real. A lot of it's like wild stuff, like Garfield memes and things about having a good morning. I mean, yeah, I guess this is real. Her Facebook notifications must be crazy because she has like a meme that's been shared a hundred thousand times. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, that that that's a really weird. That's a re- really really weird one. So, if you go to the widely viewed pages, most of it's pretty unremarkable. The number one page, the 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 most viewed page is Lad Bible Australia. The second is the Dodo. Third is a dog page called Wolf Wolf. It's like your normal stuff. I, I'm not seeing anything that's really sticking out unless you are. Number 17 sticks out a little bit to me <laughs> uh, because number 17 is uh, a, a, a Facebook page called Netflix Memes. And it is a non-Netflix run page about Netflix, which is apparently the 17th <laughs> most viewed page on Facebook, which is one of those things where it's like, sure, okay. And I feel... I just feel quite bad. It's it's actually run by fan sided, I think. Well, it's it's run out of India, and it links to a page. No, no, I mean, I mean the 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 website that links to NetflixLife.com is run out of India. Oh, is, sorry, is, is is yeah, that's true. But the page itself is run by a page manager in India. Yes, yes, that looks correct. They were. Oh, interesting. If it helps, if it helps, it is th- the London office is three blocks down from where the old BuzzFeed UK office was. Fan sided Minute Media, which is their holding oh. company. So the the Netflix memes Facebook page itself though started as a thirteen reasons why fan club page, and then it's that's a good flip. That makes it sense. switched over, and they're <laughs> you know what a lot of their posts are what screenshots from the Netflix Twitter account tweets, but oh, like they God. chop off the top. So it's like screenshots of Netflix's tweets. Oh my god, this is brutal. Well, that's a really horrible bookend to the f- the first half of today's yeah. episode. Oh my god. But yeah, beyond that, like it's it's a lot of the stuff we've seen before. It's a lot of Facebook publishers that have been around for a really long time. But what is interesting is if you keep going to the, the next section, which is widely viewed posts. Our when we first started doing these episodes, we were kind of surprised by how many horrible like memes were going really, really viral. Like a lot of the like text prompt memes were going super viral. But now because of the pivot to video, which started in February, it is almost exclusively videos as the top watched viewed content on the on the platform. Yeah, I think that is interesting. Just another shift to another pivot to video, which we got, you know, three or four months on. <laughs> Before they <laughs> you know, pivot yeah. to something else. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the videos are really basic. There's one page that seems to be doing really, really well right now called The Pun Guys. And The Pun Guys are all over this. And what they seem to be doing is, I don't think they're making anything. I think they're taking stuff from elsewhere because none of the people in these videos are the same people. So I'm imagining, I think, I think they're taking, no, 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 they, oh, I see what, I see what it is. I think it started as two guys reacting to videos. Right. And now they've sort of escalated it to just posting the videos, and they have a they have a website called the Pun Blog, 
which doesn't work anymore. Does it's a dead link? Huh. Yeah. Yeah, but they're I mean they're run out of America. Like they're in their own videos. I've never heard of them. John Nani and Dan Saba. Oh, Dan Shaba. Never heard of them. But that's interesting. That's kind of a rare thing to like have like very identifiable real people making this content. Yeah, it's interesting. Ooh. It's definitely different. We did get we did have one text post meme in this list though. Hold on. It's uh if you ran if you won a lifetime supply of the last thing you drank, what are you stuck drinking, Luke? Oh, oh, this is from this Ryan Engel guy. Yeah, Ryan who Engel. is a fitness influencer who is in the he's in the most shared pages list, so I'm guessing that's why. Yeah, so he is a he's a fitness guru. Oh, he's he's a number ten as well. Date yourself by naming one content you, concert you've attended. His his name is very familiar, and not just because it's my name, but he. <laughs> I I feel like I'm I I'm aware of him for some reason that is not good, but maybe I'm, I I can't keep all the bad internet men in my head anymore. So he seems fine. Um, but yeah, no, no. Wait, answer the question. What would you be stuck drinking if you had to drink the last thing you drank forever? I mean, I'm literally drinking a beer right now. So, oh, I'm drink. Probably. I'm drinking polar seltzer, and it's strawberry watermelon flavored, which is not my favorite uh, flavor of polar seltzer. So that would be unfortunate for me. The top comment is from Felicia, who writes, "Ew, diet Sprite." My coworker accidentally grabbed me one instead of a water because you know they're both clear, and she clearly was not paying attention. Although, That's... hold on, Sarah Hammond's Dove writes, Chardonnay. Oh, Sarah, you're quite a character. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oi. Eli, du- I don't know. Eli says, if it's a good beer, I'd have a lifetime supply of beer. And then Robin says, clean water, dot, 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 which I pray to have a lifetime supply of. Yeah, that's right. That's fair. That's fair. Guy named Brian says, Mucinex. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't wouldn't want to do that because you're gonna see the Hat Man if you take too much Musinex. All right, so I guess like, what are your what are your big takeaways on the evolution of this dying platform after going through we've well we've gone through like three of these at this point, right? I mean, it's 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 equally broken, but it feels more formally broken in that they have got this one bad site that they hate, Nay News Twenty Four, and it's been you can see it's like the holes all over it. There's something quite dark about how frequently covidtest.gov and usps.com slash test kits pop up. But you know, these, these, these things happen. I think similarly, you're kind of still seeing these regional, local, smaller influencers have like way overperforming influence, but I think that as with all of this stuff, it will drop off quite quickly. Like there will be a, just a big collapse in it. Um, like, or, or rather in their individual ones as something will change. But I don't know. It feels more, I, don't, I think censored might be the wrong word, but more manageable, more managed. More managed is probably the best way to put it. Yeah. To, to me, it definitely feels as if the center is falling out. And I don't know how to describe that totally. Like it feels as if, okay, were you were you a MySpace user? Uh yeah, briefly. Yeah. So I I I unfortunately stuck around on MySpace to the bitter end because in college I was trying to jumpstart uh like a screamo band. And at the time sure. there was really no other place to put music uh except for MySpace. So I, I had the whole custom CMS HTML super powered splatter like font 
we did promo photos and everything kind of thing and we you know we didn't we right. didn't do very well but we, we we had the myspace so i was on there uh as of like 2009 probably still i was still on there and e- even when i stopped using it using it i kept going on there for music stuff up until probably 2010 i'd say like by 2010 i finally gave up on it and there was a similar feeling uh on myspace at the time where it was like there was stuff still happening but it felt as if the world had moved on and the and and it felt as if like the machine was breaking down and beginning to like spit out more and more bizarre combinations of what it what had already happened culturally on the site and that that's kind of how i feel about these lists now where none of this stuff is new or innovative it's like it's just iterating on the same like 7 to 10 inputs and outputs and spitting out random collections of stuff like one of the one of the top videos on this list is from the pun guys and it's spaghetti wrapped in 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 ground beef which is like the most classic bad facebook recipe you could imagine another one is the uh the stool prank where it looks like the stool breaks and uh the the thing shoots up your butt you know like that prank oh yeah 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 so it's like it's like it's it's classic stuff that's just continually going viral over and over again uh, and that to me makes me that makes me think that this is just like a really unhealthy place to be from a network perspective because there's nothing new being put here. There's nothing there's nothing of any value being created or shared. Yeah, I think so. But I think also in previous iterations of this, we've seen people innovating in this space. Like it is a weird space to be innovating in, but they, people are innovating and stuff is happening, which we are kind of surprised by. And in this one, it doesn't feel like it's very surprising, which makes me think that everyone has figured out this iteration of the algorithm, which means the stuff gets boring. Uh, and I think that the next shift in this will be really interesting. I do too. I I think it'll get weirder for sure. I mean, most of it's news at this point now. Like most of the top domains are like news publishers. Yeah. And that to me feels like, I mean, I guess like these people are going to keep sharing their stuff on Facebook because it's good for ad traffic. But I have to imagine that that breaks down eventually and you just can't like no one goes on it anymore because it's just like the same 10 news publishers dominating it. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah, I think so. But I mean, also, also, I think that, you know, the the that they do well is partly because they have a large volume of stuff. And I think that some of these other things are like, I think the majority of what people are seeing, seeing is still closer to the bizarre videos, Facebook magicians, all that stuff. I think that's true. I think that's true. Well, I hope the Facebook magicians uh, work out well. You know, I wish them the best. I hope that they're the last man standing and it's just nothing but people eating out of toilets and kissing soldiers. Like, that seems to be like a big one. Like, a bunch of like men, yeah, in, into men in army camo, like kissing women. I don't know. Hey, Luke, have you consumed any content that wasn't Facebook content this week? Yeah, I want to talk about uh, the Maisie Peters song, Kate's Brother. What? Look, man, I'm trying to mix this up. We can't just do like whatever's on Netflix that week. Uh, and I think it is a really interesting... It is, the, it is the third in a trilogy of young 
pop stars who are doing a pop punk thing via Taylor Swift. And I think it's super interesting. Okay. How about you? What kind of you can see to stay sane? I want to talk about the manga Chainsaw Man. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to the show. Thank you guys for supporting the show. Thank you to Seven Morris for editing the show and creating the lovely soundscapes that are hitting your ear holes right now. And thank you guys for listening to 100 episodes of this. It's pretty pretty crazy. I hope you enjoyed the uh, the free Doctor Strange episode last week. And hopefully you don't mind us going back to our old Facebook bullshit this week. But <laughs> I find this stuff extremely exciting and interesting and fun. I hope other people do too. But if you want to give us a good review on your podcast platform of choice, could you please do it by answering the question... Uh, if you want a lifetime supply of the last thing you drank, what would you be stuck drinking? Put that as your review. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye.